Welcome to the Stephen Stone Show, powered by two dudes trying to revive and relive their college podcast. I think America is the land of second chances, except for when it comes to this dude, Mr. Jabba the Hutt, you fat, slobberly, no good, lazy. Oh, come on, yeah, that's a little strong. And listen. With your host, Newport Goals announcer, and a guy that doesn't believe you can eat mac and cheese with a spoon, Stephen Hutt. Five, eight little mousy boys that live in the wall and crawl around for cheese. <laughs> okay, we get it. Alongside award-winning podcaster and two-time Nebraska walk-on trial participant, Colton Stone. How he takes off the shirt. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Being everything from college football to baseball to creating dumb lists purely for debate. Totally stupid. Well, Doug and I love stupid. Tune in every week wherever you listen to podcasts and enjoy. Now, there's a difference between having fun and being a jackass. Welcome to the Stephen Stone Show. I'm Colton Stone, joined by, as always, Stephen Huff. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about all things football. College football has officially started. Uh, now, the question is, is, will it continue to play? Uh, high school sports have started for both of us, uh, as as we've been um, covering as much as we can uh, in, in this uncertain age. Uh, we'll talk about some baseball. We I know we talked about unwritten rules the last time. Um, one specific one that uh, does I think ring true uh, that we'll get into. Uh, we're gonna have a couple of dumb debates to start this thing out in just a second. Um, College parents in the Big Ten are still ridiculous. There was an official vote. We'll talk a little bit about the Big Ten. I don't want to get too much into it because I feel like we covered our bases the last time. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll preview the NFL a little bit, maybe kind of look at what our very early and very uneducated opinions about the <laughs> Super Bowl will be. And to wrap this thing up, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of the uh, side hustles in the NBA bubble uh, and maybe what our side hustle would be. But before we get into that, Stephen, it's been uh, two weeks since we talked. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been busy. I've been busy. Uh, life is kind of a blur. I know this, this morning I said, you know, it, it's only Wednesday and it, it's been a long week. But uh, how have you been? Good. You know, like you said, I, I don't know where this time has gone. It's been a blur um, does not feel like two weeks since we last recorded, but I think we both, you know, started a new job, so we've been busy. I'm looking for, you know, a new place to stay, um, you know, moving out and stuff. So it's just, it's been a blur. It's been busy. Um, I was trying to think of where all the time went, and I, I have I have absolutely no idea. I mean, I, I've watched, I, I told you, I've been watching Hard Knocks, not because it's good, but because I'm a Rams fan, so I feel obligated to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a waste of time. Uh, I'm sure I've been wasting other time where I could be more productive, but it just, it's, it's, it's just been a blur. My head's on a swivel. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Well, I root for Washington. So my <laughs> existence as an NFL fan is, is pointless to begin with. But I will hey. say I have my fantasy drafts coming up this weekend. My plan was a lot of year. I like to do some prep going into it. I feel like, you know, I know a decent bit about football. And every year, I stink in fantasy football. I can't win this league. I don't mm-hmm. even come close. So this year, I'm just going to go in not knowing anything. I, I think no prep or anything is the way to do it. Um, and maybe that'll turn my luck. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it in a, in a little bit. But, um, 
No, I was always the same way. Only There was only one time that I think I, I really cared, and it was the only time uh, I did an in-person draft. Um, but that was – it wasn't even really for money. I think it was like 5 bucks, 10 bucks. Like, well, it, it's it just wasn't for pride anything, whatever. with, with yeah, me, and, exactly. me and the boys. I, I got to beat them. And, um, you know, after that, I was – you know, I was one game out of the fantasy playoffs that year when we did the in-person draft. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't care that much. And the time that, the times I'd have been in the finals, I'd literally just pick teams. And I, I, I kid you not, when you look at like my fantasy transactions, I didn't play last year just because it, it became a nightmare. But my transactions I, at the end of the year, it'll be like, oh, you made sixty-one transactions. <laughs> I'm like, I, dude. I, Almost every year I have Cam Newton. Almost week three of every year I dump him off and then he <laughs> goes off. Um, there was one year I had both Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. And people were like, oh, well, they're on the same team. I was like, yeah, but one of them is going to get three touchdowns. The other one will, will get every other yard. So, you know, it, I, I just – I pick whoever I want. A lot of times I have Frank Gore on my team because who doesn't want that Hall of Famer, the the soon-to-be, uh, if his knees hold up long <laughs> enough, uh, all-time leading rusher in NFL history. Um, you know, I'm, fantasy I'm, is a wild time. I'm the same way. I, I like to do a lot of trades. Fantasy baseball, you could do a little bit more trades. but in this, I could I never s- get into baseball because it's like if you had a pitching staff, sometimes your pitching staff only had – one good oh, yeah. starter. It's a whole new world. But then if you have, you've got to change your starter every day. It's like, ugh. I, you know, my my fan, so fantasy football. I like to do trades too. I do. I draft my team. You know, with, with all my buddies, and then I end up just doing trades before the season even starts because that's how much I love trades. I, I traded for Le'Veon the year he held out, thinking he'd come back. He didn't. That screwed me over. I traded away Lamar Jackson before he blew up last year, before the season started. I traded away Christian McCaffrey. I mean, these are the top guys uh, in all fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So I've just been an idiot, and I'm, I'm ready to give up. It's pointless now. Yeah, Cam Newton has been my has been my kryptonite every year. <laughs> and it's weird because, like, I start him, and then it's like, wow, we're 0-3 to start the year. <laughs> like, this is great. So I get rid of him, and then I'm the next. You know, I win like two or three games, and then I play the guy that picked him up off the waiver wire. I'm like, well, he stunk. Like it's not gonna matter. And then I get mollywopped yep. by a hundred because Cam Newton throws for 400 yards and rushes three touchdowns. It's like what? that's how it goes. We'll see if I play this year. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever have I, my motivation for it is has been low, but. Um, well, Stephen, uh, there's a couple things. Uh, you know, obviously with Nebraska not having uh, football, a lot of these weeks we're just going to have to come up with different things to talk about. Um, you know, different debates, different things that uh, people have brought up. Um, you know, this morning I did Legs at the Gym powered by a Nickelback album. <laughs> um, I don't want any hate about listening to old Nickelback. New Nickelback, I don't give a damn. Like, let's be honest. But I didn't know there, there is a new Nickelback. I didn't know that they still make music. That's the point. Like, if, you know, let's let's stick to the old songs. Like, 2001, 2006, like that era is fine. Um, but there's two things I, I wanted to talk with you about and kind of pick your brain. Uh, you know, let's pretend we're a food show for about 15 minutes. Um, not that you have... 
a great track record of food opinions with the whole mac and cheese thing. Oh, Jesus. You know, yeah, I'll bring it up whenever I can. There's a reason it's in the intro, let's be honest. Um, my first one being, I know you're a big coffee guy. Are you a, bit, are you a big breakfast guy at all? Yeah, I, yeah, that's my favorite meal. I mean, I'd never eat breakfast, so for some of them being my favorite meal, I mean, that's uh, Well, yeah, if you, my breakfast tape... starts at 3 p.m., yeah, <laughs> right. I'm definitely, definitely my favorite type of food, though. I would say, besides wings, wings are my favorite food. But Which will be the whole, other thing. If you have a whole about, genre of food, breakfast is is king. Okay, do you have a favorite breakfast like fast food restaurant? Is it because mine's McDonald's? I think probably hands oh, down. Oh man, see that that's where you go wrong. I get it. It's easy. Maybe <laughs> on a road trip, but I also don't want my stomach to feel like a damn brick <laughs> two minutes in. So uh, when I'm eating my breakfast, I make sure it's a good place to eat breakfast. La Peep. Is oh, my yeah. favorite. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll go there. Any I'll pay the extra money and I'll wait the extra length that I have to wait to get that instead of McDonald's. I do that a lot, too much. It, my bank account does not like La Peep. I love La Peep. Um, also, First Watch. I don't know if these are just local chains or or, or national. Uh, I think La Peep is a little more local. First Watch is everywhere, oh. but they're both phenomenal. Those two are are my top. When if I you do put brunch I, in the name, you're you're probably doing something right. One sneaky thing. The, the breakfast burritos from Scooters, not bad. I've had I, one, yeah. I'd give them a go. I'd give them a go. I had one the other day. <laughs> yeah, uh, my breakfast recently has been uh, a rain on the drive to work and pre-workout. So so you hate yourself. Yeah, I hate my life. <laughs> okay. and, and some ibuprofen. That's about, that's, that's my <laughs> <Numbing> breakfast. <pain. laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, the reason I ask is because like, I'm, a, I'm a big McGriddles guy from from mcdonald's you know like the chicken mcgriddle's actually good yeah it's, it's basically like a chicken and waffles it's right, incorrect to go yeah. i was that one i was skeptical of i got it at a free event that i had to go to <laughs> i invited you to that free event you yeah a little late me. but you know, yeah okay, i was already yeah. there and it's 15 minutes in <laughs> but it is that one was really good i'll give you that yeah so i'm a big mcgriddle's guy and like it's a quick thing. You drive through, but also like I'm don't really like paying four dollars for a, a McGriddle sandwich. So I've been like trying to figure out what uh, what the best like option is if, if for something quick like that. And I happen to have a coupon for a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit from McDonald's the other day. Um, if you don't have the McDonald's app, download the McDonald's app. It's a lifesaver, Sponsored. especially it, yeah. If rain. Any brand of pre-workout and McDonald's could sponsor us. We'd be set for life. Um, any college student just needs the McDonald's app. It's hands down the best. It, saved, it saves your life. You get a dollar large fry any any day of the week. Anyways, so I was like, $2, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Like, let's give it a whirl because I'm a McGriddles guy. And I think that the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit gives the McGriddle a run for its money. Wow. And I feel like. It's kind of a hot take because I feel like the best thing, the two best things on McDonald's breakfast menu is are the hot cakes and the McGriddles. But and now you throw that into the mix. Now you throw a biscuit in the mix. You'd yeah. think it would suck, right? Because it's McDonald's. Yeah, like, yeah. You think mean, the it, biscuit it would does. suck, <laughs> you know? But it's actually saw like it, you know. It's actually halfway decent. You know, it's man. not like they've left it in a microwave overnight and like, hey, good luck with that, man. You know. And maybe it's because I go early in the morning. I bet if you go at 1025 right before the end, they're like, oh, who cares? <laughs> They'll put it on a, a hamburger bun and give it to you at that point. But um, 
Also, a sneaky fast food breakfast is Chick-fil-A. Now, Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. The hard part is, despite it being right next to my apartment, is we always forget to go get it. Right. <laughs> but their breakfast their breakfast burritos and their chick, they took away their spicy chicken biscuit, which is a shame. But their breakfast burritos are, are pretty legit uh, with fried chicken in it. And I got to say, that, it's, that, it's that's up bad. there. For me, I always get, La Pete, my go-to, I get a little scramble. Mm-hmm. Has eggs, bacon, tomatoes, onions. Put a little hot sauce on it. Has cheese. Um, you got toast on the side. That is a million times better than 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 the brick that you're talking about. That just is gonna ruin your your next six hours of your day. Yeah, I'm a eighteen wheeler or a uh, lumberjack breakfast mm. at, at La Pete. Yep, mostly Good because stuff. I just. If they can put too much food on a plate, I'll probably finish it. <laughs> You're That's right. typically how that goes. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing when you go to a place like Taco Bell. Everything's on the dollar menu is a dollar, so why wouldn't I get like 10 things? I yeah, I'm going to ruin Bell my life the next day, but in the moment. I think I've had Taco Bell once in the past two years. Well, they just took away potatoes <laughs> as if 2020 couldn't get worse. Yeah, well, so, well now I'm not going back. Yeah, I, I've and they took away the grilled steak soft taco. So, Jeez. yeah. So I'm not missing much. Right, no, no, they they they've effectively ruined my order. So, Crunchwrap Supreme with potatoes in it, you know. Anyways, yeah, I don't. I'm definitely like I love breakfast food. Never really spend the time to eat it, but <laughs> uh, the, there are there are options out there if if you decide to actually wake up before the sun comes up. I try. Doesn't work out. Every t- like, dude, I set my alarm to go to the gym. I try to go to the gym at like five thirty or six. Like, what? Like, I try. I don't. I don't think I've successfully done it <laughs> in the past not month. To that. Yeah. So the only thing I can wake up that early for is golf, and I don't know why I do that because I suck at golf. I was gonna say even then, it's like you get out there like, why the hell am I here? <laughs> you know, you start drinking Bud Light at seven forty-five. It's like, what the hell? What's my life come to? You know, you're ripping heaters on hole three. It's like, God. I'm already out of balls because I can't hit one straight. <laughs> the sun's, the, you know, you're playing a course where the sun's rising the, the way you're right, teeing off. Eyes, yeah. and it's like, jeez. Yeah, I love early morning golf. The dew on the grass. You know, Something special about Birds it. are chirping. But, uh. Also, I feel like I probably play worse in the morning because I don't sleep well to begin with. So why, you know, why would that change when I'm again running on two energy drinks and <laughs> and a couple of beers that early in the morning? So, all right, Stephen, you brought up your other favorite food group, and this is this is straight from from Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. This is from Lincoln City Council again. Uh, us Nebraskans dealing with no football. I know you and I have kind of talked like. It just doesn't, even if Nebraska was playing, it really just does not feel like, it's just hard to get into it at all. Um, And I might have to find a way to get a clip into this, uh, a clip of this into our show. But a guy went up into Lincoln City Council and, and basically spent two, two and a half minutes talking about how uh, boneless wings, boneless chicken wings are not chicken wings at all. And I think for the first time, I've never related more to a guy that has that long of hair. Because 
I get where he's coming from. Now, do I, am I going to sit here and say like you know Lincoln? Lincoln has an opportunity to to start a wave and and change people's minds. No, but I mean like, because it's a bad argument. No, again. okay, all right. I, it's uh, not even like a popular. But like I feel like it's just the old heads get off my lawn type crowd that is yelling. Uh, boneless wings are no good and just a waste of space in, in the food food culture and environment. Now, see, I think they have a place. Like, I, I'm not, I'm definitely yeah, on not everyone's that. plate every time you get wings. That's, the, that's what you should see. It, but they're not wings. You're, you're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. Okay. When you stack them up against each other, which one's easier to eat? Boneless. Which Chicken one, nuggets. Which one gives you more meat? Boneless. Which one is cleaner? Boneless. All of it is just so What's much. What's a more easier. satisfying way to eat them? Uh, I base that off of flavor, and if you get the same sauce, and I mean, bone. See that, and that's normally the debate. The debate is typically like, you know, what's the best sauce to go on wings? Because a lot of traditionalists will say like, you can only put buffalo. There's a lot of people that'll say, you know, I don't like I've it never, too. I don't like it too spicy. Oh, you know, these guys I mean? are just idiots. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. these are Everyone the, knows it's lemon pepper, lemon pepper from Wingstop. Everyone. You're knows even more of an idiot. You no, go for no, a dry no, rub. No, oh, no. God. No, I typically don't, but I Anything, here wow. here's my thing. I, don't I just it. I I don't it's not a wing. Well, convince me, convince me how bone in is better than boneless. How? In it's, what, it, in what I, ways? Here, here's what I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not saying it's better or worse. That's I don't think that's the debate. I think the no, debate that is, is the debate. If, that's the debate. Okay. <laughs> if that's the <laughs> debate, it's we're having a different conversation. No. I oh, think the, I think the debate is that boneless wings are not chicken wings. They don't come from the wing. I agree. Uh, but I don't, that doesn't change my opinion on how great they are. I'm not going to say they're, and I'm, by no means, I mean, there's better they're sauce better. coverage. There's, they're better. You know, better, a yes. lot of times there's, like Keep you going. said, <laughs> it's easier to eat. It's probably, yeah, you can it's eat cleaner. it with a fork. It is you cleaner. You're not going to stain your clothes. You're not going to get your hands off. Well, crazy. I have a, I have a superpower of getting my clothes dirty, whether I'm, I could be eating in a hazmat suit and get it on my shirt somehow. So that's. And like I said, you also get more meat. It's, it's simple. Which is, you know, and if you're going to a place, you know, you're walking your local wing joint, which for most, most people here, it's. You know, Buffalo Wild Wings, because I, I haven't really found... There's some no. good wing places in Lincoln, actually. Wingstop's better. And Wingstop is better. But there was I, one when I was living in Colorado that every time I go, probably within an hour of Denver or Boulder, I make sure to go out of my way to make sure I eat there. And it, I mean, there's, really a, there's a little dive bar when we go back to uh, Illinois. And is there? I, honestly, you could tell me they're probably just frozen wings. And like, I'm okay. out of a bag, and they were probably some of the best wings I've ever had. But you're right. In Nebraska, there's nothing. Wingstop is the is my favorite. Right, especially in Omaha. Like you, you have to kind of go out of your way, and by that time, you're going to spend way too much money trying to find a good chicken wing. So if anyone has any recommendations, I would love to hear them. So there's some good ones in Lincoln, but anyways, like I will not, I, I won't necessarily disagree about the positives of boneless wings, but I do agree that they're not they're not chicken wings. They've got to be called something else. I, I can live with them not being chicken wings, but that will not change me ordering them every single time. And that's fine. Okay. I mean, I, I like I said, I think there there are there's benefits to both sides. All I'm saying is the guy in the video called them trash, and it's not because of which part of the chicken they're from. It's because he thinks chicken wing or boneless wings are 
inferior. See, which, I wouldn't. It's just, I, I, if we're comparing them as wing products, they are. But if you're comparing them as oh, because they're not wings, Stephen, because they're not wings. If you're comparing them as, it, it's kind of like this. So no, no, I've got an, I've got an example here. So at the College World Series, they have a stand that they do like their, you know, like fresh squeezed lemonade, right? Yep. As a guy that likes lemonade, I like tart lemonade. I like it to be sour. I don't like it too sweet. Well, the one that they make that's like five bucks for that big cup of it is like too sweet. It's a good drink, but it's a bad lemonade. Boneless wings are a good chicken entree or appetizer, you know, or both. Maybe you get an appetizer, then you're like, screw it, I'm getting 20 more. <laughs> but they aren't a chicken wing that's that's where I draw the line. Yeah, I don't agree with anything that you just said. <laughs> no, nothing at all. <laughs> None of that is anything that I like to uh, put my eyes to or, or my mind to. I mean, that is just that is a bunch of baloney. I uh, first of all, sweet lemonade is is by far better. <laughs> uh, um, I I even dabble in pink lemonade. I like it. Well, I like um, pink lemonade, but even, go, even then, it's still tart. Like you're up tart. in the Northeast. Go through Rhode Island. Get Dell's lemonade. It's incredible. It, they have it's I've famous had clam for in the Northeast, and that's definitely better. 100%. Yeah, Dell's is amazing. Um, but Lobster's so, better in the Northeast. I will agree with that. Yeah, maybe this is turning into a geographical battle. But uh, either way, lemonade is meant to be sweet. The one at the College World Series is fantastic, and boneless wings are better. So that that settles that checkmate. On to the next one. <laughs> But we can agree that boneless wings are not wings, right? We don't need to get into the details. Of, but of that. I, that's I just I want it. I want the confirmation. I'd have to look into it more, but I bet I bet some boneless. I might wings have to crack different. open some of the textbooks and kind of see yeah. the, the origins. But I'm sure some of them aren't aren't actual wings. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's kind of like you know, McDonald's tells you their their McNuggets are 100 percent white meat. Well. Well, most yeah. of the bird, you know, it's the like top McDonald's telling you their breakfast is is good breakfast. You know, agree to disagree. <laughs> it is when you're half awake and you <laughs> you you don't even know what you're eating at that point. I'll tell you that. All right. Well, agree to I, again. I'm not saying boneless wings are bad. I don't, I don't think they're trash. I just don't think they're wing. Like I I, I the it just needs a different name. That's all. I don't know if we have if we can come. To I do not care what it's called, called when I'm putting it in my mouth. It's just it's good. That's what it is. Chicken bites. We're that's what <laughs> you know what. Make it sound like it's a kids meal. That way, grown adults won't get it. Maybe I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into some football, Stephen, I wanted to pick your mind because um, apparently, I don't really know a lot of people that care about soccer, um, but messy. Um, <laughs> It is a, no pun intended, messy oh, no. situation right. right now. There it is. Uh, and there were Good rumors. With, <laughs> there were rumors uh, that he was going to end up with uh, my Manchester City, um, yeah. which I've I think I at one point this summer swore to uh, disband my allegiance. From Manchester yeah. City on the podcast, you said that you're going to find a new team, so you're 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 obligated to follow <laughs> uh, contractual. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I, what do you make of the situation, and, and do you have any any thoughts on where? 
Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to unpack. First off, Barcelona, you know, great, great, one of the greatest football clubs of all time, if not the greatest. Um, they're idiots. Their board is just full of a bunch of just, I mean, we won't get into how poorly ran they are right now, but um, the deals they make, the, the team that they're building is just, I mean, you, you'd be surprised if I told you it wasn't my uh, two-year-old niece running the club right now. Um, and you have the greatest player, second greatest player of all time in, in Lionel Messi. And he's been there his, his whole career, wanted to be there his whole career, and they have effectively ran him out of the building because um, they don't know their left from right. And so now, you know, he's looking at new clubs, and really there's only, you know, two that are, are viable options. Um, PSG, and, and you look at the star power there, and they have a bunch of oil money, and they, they um, get by with their corrupt ways of spending too much than what they make, and it's totally illegal, but uh, somehow it's okay. Or you have Manchester City, who does the same exact thing, um, but they also have his former coach, uh, Pep Guardiola, who coached him at Barcelona, who um, probably got the best out of Messi, and they won every trophy they, they competed for in one of the years that he was there. and It was truly remarkable, kind of um, changed the way the game was played in terms of the tiki-taka style. Um, and where he's going, what I think of it all, if he leaves, which I think he will because it's so sour right now, probably Man City just because... If anyone has the money or can find a way to get the money or um, not get in trouble for spending the money. Well, because they did just recently get in trouble for, wasn't it some kind they of two-year? It was two-year Champions League ban, yeah. which is the biggest trophy you could go for. Well, they were going to lose in the quarterfinals either of those years anyway, so it didn't well, matter. And then the ban was um, out of nowhere reversed, and there's uh, no there, there was like a small financial um, penalty, and so somehow they escaped. Um, they have, they'll probably find the way to get the money for him. And they have, you know, his coach that, um, is one of the best coaches in the world and got the best out of him. So, I mean, trust me, if I still care about Manchester city, which is maybe you like, need to, I mean, I mean, if you have Messi on your team, you should get, I, I feel the same with Ronaldo. I'm a Juventus fan. I feel obligated to get a Ronaldo Jersey. See, I, I don't get jerseys really, the, anymore, the two but I feel obligated. I had always thought about getting were, uh, Aguero or no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Guerrero, Guerrero. And then uh, Yaya Toure. Those yeah, were like Yaya the two Toure, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to get. Two good Never options. Never did it. Never two did good it, options. But. I feel I feel like you almost, you're forced to get one of their jerseys. Once, if one of the two best players join your team, I feel like you have to. See, and that, that, was, the, that was the thing. is like I, I couldn't pick a jersey, so I was like, I'll just get a shirt because, one, it's like a third of the price. And I was like, let's stick with this and see if I care in a couple of years. Um, you know, because I, I invested money into a Toronto FC jersey, and I don't know what happened to it in the washing machine. But I think I saw you once with it uh, six years ago now. Is one of uh-huh. freshman year. Hey, I remember the election. And we're in first place in the MLS. So that's all I'm. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. We're, we're you know we got five wins. Um, yeah, I I think uh, you know if it ends up being Manchester City, is that finally? the piece that gets them over the hump in the Champions League. In theory, you'd think so. But then again, it seems like they've always had a lot of pieces to get them through the yeah. Champions League. And I mean, they're like, the ooh, f- round of 16. I don't think we can play soccer today. They've been the favorite for multiple <laughs> years running. Years. Be, yeah. They'd be up there. Though. I mean, they, they will with or without Messi. And, and on paper, they would they would look great. I mean, there's there's no it would not hurt the team to bring in the second greatest player of all time into the squad. Yeah, and I, I think, too, like you said, it, things are kind of sour for them. Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like in uh, college, not so much, but it's it's starting to happen more with the transfer portal. 
Well, I think I think a good comparison for people that don't follow soccer is like Tom Brady leaving the Patriots, but a, yeah. a little bit more closer to his prime. It's just yeah. there's his whole career uh, a legend, and then all of a sudden I'm um, out. <laughs> they didn't respect him or, or build a good enough team around him, and so he went elsewhere. I, I think another good example. I know you're not a, a huge NBA guy, and I I really only care in the playoffs as long as Miami makes it. Um, it's very similar to. Uh, the Dwayne Wade situation in Miami. I don't know how much you remember about that, yeah. but um, obviously his third, I believe it was his third year in the league. They win the title. He wins uh, NBA Finals MVP with Shaq. Uh, and they're kind of iffy for the next couple of years, but still like a playoff team. And then they get the, you know, so you're thinking like, wow, this guy is going to run out of his rookie contract and they'll just, they'll pay him because he was phenomenal. And then, you know, they add the big three. So it's like, well, okay, it makes more sense that LeBron's going to be the highest paid, highest paid player. Um, and then Bosch and him were basically on the same level. Well, then LeBron leaves. So it's like, okay, here's the time. You now are, this contract's over. Like, just for, even if it's for one year, it was the principle of it. Like, make him the highest paid player. He's earned it. Yeah. He's earned it. Yeah. And he's been with this, been with the uh, organization uh, for a while. When he didn't need to be. Yeah. And Pat Riley. Love him or hate him. I mean, I love him for the rings that he's helped Miami win, but sometimes it's like, mm, why? what are we doing here? Uh, goes and signs Hassan Whiteside to a big deal, basically runs out Miami's money, and Chicago has a little bit of a nicer deal for uh, Wade, and he dips because yeah. it, it was all about, like, I, I put and, my time and, yeah. in. I'm here, and, like, I, I don't want to leave. And, you know, the, the you're, situation you're just didn't, didn't spot pan on. out. Interesting facet of this thing with Barcelona. Um, you know, the guy in charge of it all, in charge of the board at the top of it all, he's under a lot of pressure. Fans, uh, you know, rioted and, and stormed the stadium. Um, he's offered to step down from his role and leave the club if Messi stays, which you will never, I mean, imagine Pat Riley saying, okay, I'll leave if Dwayne Wade then stays. It just, it's, it's something that shows Yeah, Robert that, Kraft sells the team, that so way Tom, Tom Brady yeah. doesn't leave. Like, that just, wouldn't make any sense. Or Bel, Bill Belichick quits. That, that is unreal, and it just shows how powerful Messi is. And though Barcelona is one of the best, biggest brands in, in football history, um, he is quite obviously above that, which is remarkable at this point. Yeah, and then you've got the flip side. Uh, you look at, um, you talk about people are willing to step down from their position and try to get someone to stay. Uh, you look at a, a guy like Bruce Arians in Tampa when Jameis Winston, everyone was like, oh, well, what are you going to do? And he's basically like, yeah, our quarterback position is wide open. We, we'll do whatever. <laughs> and it's like, wow, okay, he's going to throw throw Winston right under the bus. Like, I mean, he's, he's he was an easy target, but like, come on. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. I mean, who knows? Like, it, it could take a while. It, it could happen tomorrow. Who You know, you never know uh, with, with things like that. And I think another um, – it's always – things like that always are, are kind of funny to me just because, you know, you think about, like, with the transfer portal in college football now and guys are like, I'm going to enter the portal, but, like, I might not transfer. And it's like, <laughs> what – you know, and, uh, you know, it's happened in Nebraska actually a couple of times and – you know, it's a little different when it's a walk-on guy or, you know, number 84, 85 scholarships, you know. Not that they're any one scholarship's worth more than the next, but let's, you know, there are priorities. 
Um, so it, the feelings aren't as hurt, but it's like if your number one quarterback's like, I think I'm going to enter the transfer portal, and then they're like, eh, no, I'll come back. It's like, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, it, it just might be received in a weird way. So I think it would definitely be, it would be more of a surprise to me if if Messi stayed than than getting out of town as, as fast as possible. So. Yeah, I mean, it, something of this magnitude seems so bizarre that it, you know, like, how could this actually happen? I think he leaves, but um, that's also weird to say just because he's been there his whole career. It's kind of like the Brady situation where, yeah, he's probably likely to leave, but you don't really believe it until it happens. Well, yeah, I mean, you think of, like, when Ronaldo left, you think about, like, when Neymar left. Um, you know, it just, it you expected things like that to eventually happen, but... You know, sometimes it happens at a, a weirder time than than others. But like during a global pandemic. <laughs> Speaking of uh, global pandemic, obviously uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit of the, about the Big Ten as far as their football situation is is going because if it wasn't a nightmare before, it already it, it still is. I mean, it, it just keeps kind of trending towards you know, this mystery fairy tale land of what's going on. Um, but before we talk about the Big Ten, college football came back last weekend with, with Austin, P-State, and Central Arkansas. Now, the crime against football fans watching the FCS kickoff was the fact that they didn't play it on Central Arkansas's field. And you've you've seen Central Arkansas's field, right? Yeah. And it is abomination might be the wrong word, but it's pretty close. I mean, I, I'm colorblind, so it's already hard enough for me. But correct me if I'm wrong. It's gray and purple. Let's let's pull this up and just see how vibrant and ridiculous it because is. Because this, this is a whole another conversation we can talk about. Like, what colors are a field appropriate to be that aren't green? I mean, um, well, we could get into Eastern Washington. Um, this yeah, one, the red it, field. It, yes, um, you, you're right. Though you are colorblind, it is gray and purple. <laughs> and it's kind of like the old Memorial Stadium. I don't even know if it's still this way. It might be. Where the, they alternate, alternate every color. Yeah, yeah so it's every purple and gray yards. every other one, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's kind of like an just, arena football. Like. It looks like if the New York Yankees like got mixed up with the colors and the whites and then laid out their, their uniforms they're across like, the uh, field. Oh. <laughs> And it's Wrong uh, wash. It's grotesque. It is it is brutal. Eastern Washington, I just brought them up. They have a red field. They just installed new turf this year. I don't know if you saw that. I have it not. is the brightest red your eyes could ever handle. I don't even think your eyes can handle it. It it is No, I'm, remember I'm colorblind. So. You're colorblind, so your <laughs> eyes quite literally can't. But everyone else it is it is too bright. Like, I don't think our TVs can really like uh, show how bright it is. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't know if the if I don't care what kind of LCD, LED, 1080p, HD you have. You're dodging a bullet piece. It's a nightmare, <laughs> you know. Uh, the only, I think the only appropriate field color that's worked, and even then it's kind of like, blue. it's blue. <laughs> it, it, but even then it's like, oh, this is a little rough. Like this, this is, it's some scary stuff. It's yeah. just like, you know, you get out there and all of a sudden teams are wearing blue and it's like, ah. Uh, 
or Wyoming when they played in the Potato Bowl. It's like, gosh, I don't want to watch brown and yellow on this blue field. Like, this is just awful. Like, You're it's doing just, Wyoming dirty. I, I, I am a Or Central Michigan. I, I'll, I'll throw anybody under the bus. I, I like Wyoming's colors. I like the Wyoming Oh, it brand. works. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But playing All on right. a blue field. Disgusting. I mean, come on. Uh, I think the, the worst, while Eastern Washington is a site, it may be the eighth wonder of the world. Uh, you know, while that is, is something to see, the worst one, hands down, is Eastern Michigan. And, you know, fill-in-the-blank directional school trying to do something different, uh, their field is literally, like, gray. I've never seen it. I'm pulling up right yeah, now. Oh, say, yeah, it's, it looks like a parking lot. Yeah. When you see, <laughs> when you see like, the, the bird's-eye view, it's like, what am I, am I right. looking at, like, a... 3D like rend like rend uh, not rendition you know what? but like a model. I don't of it. hate it. I don't hate it. The more I but look here's at the, it, here's what's game, weird. I kind of like it. Yeah, but in game you're watching it because their colors are green. You're watching. Yeah. And you're like, am I watching this in in black and white? Like it looks like you're like the game. If you've ever watched Eastern Michigan play at home, looks like they're playing up in black and white. It is wild. I don't hate it. I, I actually the more I look at it, I enjoy it. I like that. I think uh, it's a, it's think at least less harsh Arkansas. on the eye. Yeah. But it when you watch it on TV, it is it just throws you off. It's wild. I'm a fan. Um, I'm a fan. Now it's kind of similar to what college basketball has been doing, where they're like, "Hey, how can we make our our court a nightmare?" Like well, you look at Oregon; it's a forest. Oakland, uh, Oakland, Michigan. Again, fill in the blank school in Michigan. <laughs> they're trying to do something to be relevant. Um, Oakland's is rough. Cal State Fullerton, they've got palm trees on it. It's just like, you know, whatever works, man, do it. But, jeez, oh, like it is, sometimes it is harsh on the eye. So I think that was the crime. Um, people got to bet on an FCS game. Typically that doesn't happen. Um, I think unless it, you're you listen to our show, then then usually that happens. Oh, well, I mean, it, yeah. If, if, and if you take <laughs> – Take into consideration my homemade spreads. Um, and, <laughs> well, then you're screwed. And then you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't. Well, I heard this on this show, so this must be inaccurate. <laughs> like, yeah, probably don't do that. Like, definitely don't do that. Um, so it, it's funny. Because ever, the joke was it, it would have been funny if Austin P won. They lost 24 to 17 to, to Central Arkansas. That if it ended up being the only game played that. The college football season started and ended with a team called the Governors. Um, <laughs> so, I I didn't catch it. I saw that the first play from scrimmage was a touchdown, and then after that, I mean, at the end Check of the day, it was an FCS football game that yeah. you know didn't really move the meter for me. It did. The XFL it did. was on. I want to watch the XFL. It's the same thing. I will say, I was if I was going to root for a team, it would have been Austin P. And it's because of what we found out on their website. Their slogan is "Let's go pee," and I think if you can't get behind that, then uh, you don't deserve football. Well, definitely don't get in front of it. Uh, <laughs> but so that kind of leads me into you know you you look at there are still three major conferences and then some small conferences uh, mainly. Is the ACC a major? The ACC is a major conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the AAC uh, <laughs> no, is I'm also kidding. yeah, yeah. So the SEC, ACC, Big 12, AAC, some small schools, the Independents, um, 
I think Conference USA, I thought they canceled. Maybe they didn't. But anyways, it looks like they're going to try to play. And I'd say after the first week of high school football, it's like, huh, like this thing might actually might actually be able to happen. Now, the difference being, you know, high school football is not uh, drawing the same crowds that in, that Alabama might be. Well, maybe similar. Um, but that's because students don't show up to Alabama games to begin with. But it, I, it's just hard for me to still wrap my head around the fact that, like, your three power conferences with, with two sitting out are just going to move forward and everyone's going to act like it's fine. And yeah, it seems pretty idiotic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a topic that's just Oh, and exhausting. don't forget the, the G-Pack is also playing, which is uh, has a handful of Nebraska teams in it. So To be honest, I, I think it's just a little exhausting to talk about. We talk about it a lot. Um, what's an interesting facet of it, the teams that will – I view this season as a war of, of attrition. Who's going to last the longest? Who's going to be there in the end? Army and Navy, I, I think, are two teams bred for this. They're pretty much – they've been in a bubble, essentially. Uh, there's any team um, that could get past COVID and not really be affected. It's these two teams. Mm-hmm. I expect the SEC, the ACC, Big 12 to have problems and probably cancel or, or postpone games at some point. Maybe an Army might not have to. Yeah, and you look at uh, – you know, the independents might be at an advantage – also might be at a disadvantage because they're kind of just traveling wherever. Um, and some of those small, like, FCS schools like Central Arkansas that are, are kind of playing one-off games. Um, yeah, I, I do expect there to be some issues. You know, you've got some schools that are saying no fans. Some schools, you know, you and I were talking about before we, we started recording uh, with Iowa State. You know, they initially, they were like, hey, we're going to try to fill Jack Trice uh, Stadium. Um and then they were like, well, maybe like 40%. And now they're like, uh, no fans. Um, you know, it's it's just a weird – I don't know. We talked about it last time. It's just a weird thing to imagine college football without fans. And I don't, I don't think I could get behind it. I think that's why it just doesn't feel like football season to me because the idea of there being no bands, the idea – well – yeah, probably no bands, let's be honest. The, the idea of that, no fans, it's just like you're taking away half the experience. I mean, I, I just don't – I can't wrap my head around, like, what this season will look like. Now, I still am not a big fan of, you know, the Big Ten mentioning, like, hey, we might start, like, literally right after – what would be the national championship game playing in places like Ford Ford Field, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, uh, playing somewhere in St. Louis, maybe playing even in Cedar Rapids uh, in northern Iowa, uh, if they could pull that off. Like, that that still seems Just extremely seems far-fetched to me, too. Well, so also backwards. Like, what are you playing for then? College football playoffs is done. You know, what, what – the, what are you, the, what are you the, doing? Yeah, the best joke on Twitter is like, uh, tune in next week uh, for the national championship game. But this week we've got Iowa and Rutgers, uh, <laughs> you know, kicking off at 11 a.m. Right. on Saturday. It's like, it's just weird. Um, what, are you, what are you looking for? I mean, to see who wins the Big Ten? I can tell you right now who's going to win the Big Ten, you know? I just, COVID it, will win the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, if they're, not, if they're not playing for the college football playoff, which it doesn't seem like they're going to be, what are we doing? COVID you know, ain't we're played just, nobody, Paul. I don't know. 
Yeah, I... I don't know. I I would almost rather them just kind of... I don't want to say I'd rather them cancel the season. But, like, if you're not going to have... I know the, the easy joke is to say, well, the, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 aren't going to be in the playoff anyways, and ha, 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 blah, 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 whatever. Um, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see the worth, uh, from either side because you've got the two conferences that would be playing for nothing, or you have the three conferences that are playing without two major conferences. Um, and they don't get to have their cupcakes at the, that, at the end of the season, you know, well, I guess some teams might be trying to play central Arkansas and Austin P, but, um, and then you look at, you know. You look at like the NFL; they they potentially would would have a chance at playing a Thursday night game, playing a couple games on Saturdays, playing on Sunday, and then a Monday night game. So like they would they could fill in, you know, the blanks even if it was halfway through the season. You know, they could they could restart restructure the schedule to a point where, you know, maybe teams coming off a bye then play on Saturdays or how you know however they may work that out. But I I just think it's the reason I, I don't feel like it's college football seasons, I just can't wrap my head around a split season or uh, yeah, just a, just the yeah. season at all. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Yep. I'm the same way. There's been no ramp up to it. Um, it's just been a lot of confusion. And so if we had the season start, it just wouldn't feel like football is actually here because we haven't done it. Um, how we've done it in years past, obviously. Um, I just don't see any of this being plausible. I, I hope for football. I hope for sports. But ultimately, I also hope for you know people to be, and, and this is more important, I hope for people to be healthy and, and okay, and then us get past this COVID thing. So, I don't know. blows me away that this is still still you know something they're talking about is restarting the season for the Big Ten, looking to move it up, even though Bill Moose says that, you know, still they're only talking about, you know, after November, even though there was reports that they were talking about before. I don't know. It's just a mess right now, but I just don't see. I don't see how this could come out with, with a good football season for the Big Ten. Yeah, with one one of the rumors, that, actually from Dan Patrick, saying that um, the reason he was talking about the October tenth number or date is because that would logically be the last day you could start to be considered for the college football playoff um, to get enough football to get enough football in. Uh, Bill Moose obviously said not really a whole lot of weight uh, to that claim. So it'd be interesting to see what what happens with them. Uh, I'm just I'm going to throw this out there. Any thoughts on the any new thoughts on the parents, uh, Steve? <laughs> Big Ten uh, kind of giving them a a bit of a middle finger. Uh, yeah, I mean nothing new from from the last show. If you haven't heard it, basically. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand. Nothing new. Nothing. No, new. I mean, you know where I stand. I could go <laughs> off on these guys, and and rant quite a bit. Um, don't want to waste any more time than we have to on it. So, uh, no, nothing new other than uh, where do these guys get off? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I find it funny too because even, um, you know, as two people that that went to Nebraska for sports media and, and people that have met these people in the sports media. I think it, it's funny because two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you know, everyone was kind of like, 
man, this is like, it, it may not be super newsworthy, but it's in the news. Like, we've kind of got to talk about it. And it's funny now because two weeks later, everyone's like, when will this, d- just let it end. Please. Just like at some point, let it end. Like, it's we like don't the worst care version what the lawyer the for eight players has to say. I don't yeah. care what an attorney has to say about let him play. I don't care if Trump has a meeting with Kevin Warren. It doesn't. It doesn't move the meter for me unless they come out and say we're playing football or like something happens with the Big Ten commissioner. I don't care. It's the more miserable version of the Astros scandal or the more miserable version of Trent Williams being on the trade block for <laughs> five years. Like, we get it. You know, we, we get what's happening. I don't need weekly updates when nothing has changed. Um, nothing will change next week. And likely it will end how it's going right now. And it's just, it's pointless. I don't know. That's another thing, you know. Maybe I just don't have the patience for it, maybe at the moment, but it's all exhausting to me, and I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Just read the room, guys, and figure yeah. it out. That's all you got to do. It's the long con. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the long play. Uh, sticking with football a little bit more, uh, not, uh, you know, you talked about Hard Knocks, talked a little bit about just our opinions towards fantasy football in general. But where do you kind of stand with the NFL season? Because similar to, to college football, uh, at least the teams that are moving forward, the NFL, you know, the difference being they, they pay their players. Um, they're actually employees. It's their job. So they they kind of have, you know, I let me backtrack a little bit. Because they play them, like it's it's easier to see why they would move forward. They have proper protocols. They they could bubble their players at least, you know, for a few days. You know, they have the money to do testing. Um, they a lot of them probably won't have fans at least to start the season. And if there's ever a test of hey, let's throw some people out there before college football starts, it's it sounds bad to say let's throw the NFL out there and, and hope it works. Uh, and if people get sick, they get sick. Um, but the newest opinion coming out, and uh, I, I don't think it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. But as as a Washington fan, and this is someone <laughs> that had to root for him formerly, um, Kirk Cousins. I, I'm sure you've seen this by now. No, no, this is all new. This is Uh-oh. new to Stephen. Okay, so Kirk Cousins, when prompted about the question of, of COVID. Uh, basically said, if I if I die, I die. Uh, yeah. um, which on saint. one one half one half is like ultimate football guy, right? Is that the guy? You know, that's where you know that's my quarterback. You know, yeah. that's that's what you kind of want to hear from your quarterback, isn't it? Uh, and then on the flip side, like you just said about the parents, like Kirk Cousins, read the room. <laughs> like well, I, th- I think maybe not the right way to go. You hear that and you're like, yeah, that's my quarterback. I want him to, you know, care that much. And then also maybe you're like, oh, God, that's my quarterback. Like, this guy maybe. <laughs> I got a root for that guy? Yeah, maybe this guy. How much we are we to, paying him? We need to check this guy out. $88 million guaranteed? Are we sure about it? I don't know. Well, that's if he dies, like... do we still owe him the money? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the question. I mean, it's kind of like when Alex Smith came back, though. He's been cleared to play. And as a Washington fan, I'm like, uh, you better not put him out on the field, though. Like, yeah. like that's awesome. Well, I love Alex Smith. It's a great story. He could have lost his leg. He could have died. You know, he could have literally died. Yeah. Um, and it's an incredible story. It's his leg <laughs> looks better, I guess. <laughs> um, but 
it's one of those that's like you're kind of like yeah that's my guy but at the same time like there is no way in hell I, I, would I wanted to be let him step yeah on uh, an active football field I'll say and this. it's kind of like when uh, who was it was it Ryan Shazier when he like broke right. part of his back and they're like yeah. he's been cleared look at him walk on the field like like hell he's been <laughs> cleared and there is no way like unless they can they can attach a walker to his his football uniform I I don't think uh, I don't think he's getting out on the field. Picking on crippled Ryan Chazier, how how noble of you! Um, no, hey, I'm I, a cripple <laughs> myself. You know, I, I, I have the right. As far as COVID goes and NFL, I mean, they have like you said, they have the right protocols. They test every single day. They have good tests. They have the money to test, and they pay their guys. So it's a completely different atmosphere. Also, these guys aren't going to class. They're not mixing and mingling with with thousands of other kids who mm-hmm. don't have this you know responsibility over their head as much. And, and these NFL guys. Um, like you said, it's their job. Yes, they love it, but it's also their job, and they take it very seriously. I'm not going to say more seriously than college kids, but they don't have the distractions and the interactions that college kids have, and they don't. They're not going to go out there and seek those either. So it's easier to control them and, and ensure the safety. So NFL, I'm optimistic about. I was optimistic, foolishly, for college football, um, <laughs> but uh, I think we NFL, all were at least at one point. I was. Yeah, I tried not to be. You but. catch the bug, but uh, NFL it seems. Seems I mean we're we're not that you know a week and a half away you know yeah. a little over a week away from from opening opening weekend for them so I'm excited for it you know I, I think as I've gotten older I've started to like NFL more than college football when it used to be reverse which I just wish it wouldn't take four hours that's my only yeah um, but I'm also <laughs> a baseball fan so it's nothing new to me so yeah um, that's true. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for my heart to be broken again. I, you know, I, I realize this. I think you know. I just like off seasons in sports. You know, I like all the chaos. I like the hope. Um, when the season is actually played, I'm just miserable. You know, yeah. just let down. Yeah, but, I, I, I would compare the off season to to every like supplemental league. It's you watch it for three weeks. And you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. We it's back. This is great. And then. Uh, you know, you're zero and six after six weeks, and you're like, mm, you I physically could, hurt. I could, I literally could not care less. Yeah, I mean, I'll physically hurt. You still watch? Yeah, you I'm still you're updating your Twitter that, <laughs> like every thirty seconds. Like, did we make that field goal to go down seventeen to three? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for for the NFL. Uh, probably it's probably become you know made my favorite sport or something. So. Um, Excited for the new season in L.A. with the Rams. We'll see how that goes. Greatest quarterback of all time will be out there, Jared Goff. Uh, got a new rookie running back. Got an exciting team. So, I uh, Something I heard Deion Sanders say that kind of <laughs> stuck with me a little bit uh, was about guys uh, opting out um, of the season. And he I, he went on to, to like kind of explain what he meant. Because basically, I think he had a tweet or he said something, a post, something. Um like, if you opt out, like, don't be surprised if you don't have a job. And what he meant was, you know, like, look, the average span of an NFL player is like three years. Yeah. They're in the league and out the league in three years. Um, a lot of that's just, it's just natural attrition. Guys get hurt. They retire early. They make their money in three years. They get out, whatever. Or they're bankrupt. <laughs> um, but basically what he was saying was like, look, if you're opting out, that's your decision. If it's for health, if it's for whatever, that's fine. 
but also like the next year when it comes to contract negotiations or they're looking at the draft board or, um, you know, they, they've got to kind of pick between two people who to sign. It's like, don't be surprised if at the end of the day, the business rules over that and says, well, you know, when we needed you last year, uh, you weren't here. Now, and the other thing too, he said was, you know, if these guys are opting out, but you, you know, if anybody happens to like catch them out doing things in public, it's like, come on, you're, you know, what do you, yeah. you don't, it's, it's kind of the way. argument with college where it's like, well, they're safer on, in the football facilities. Like that's true. The difference is, is you can't keep them in the football facility. Yeah. These you guys know, have classes. They've got classes. They're eventually going to go to parties. <laughs> they're eventually going to, you know, they're going to be going out of town, staying at other hotels. Even if you keep them there, like who knows? Um, if there's fans there, they interact. With, so, I mean, there's, there's so many things that go into it. So, um, but I thought that was an interesting thought. It's just like, you know, at the end of the day, the NFL, that's kind of the difference. The NFL is a business. Um, and, and so is college football. They just don't pay their players. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. And if you opt out and you're kind of close to a contract negotiation, like, don't be surprised if, if, you know, either a team gives you less because they don't think you're committed or the team you're with is like, mm, sorry, uh, you weren't here when we needed you. Um, now, uh, that doesn't mean go to the extreme of if I die, I die, and you're Kirk Cousins in that situation. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is a it is a conversation you kind of have to have yourself have with yourself um, but before a, a decision is made. Um, last thing on the NFL, I know we both root for teams that, I mean, at least your team was, was in a Super Bowl recently. Um, I still Playoffs, think it's yeah. because I – what's that? Playoffs, too. Yeah, yeah it's been a while for you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, RG3 was our quarterback the last time that uh, Washington made the playoffs. So, if that says anything. But um, the, yeah, I still think the Rams lost because I wore that Sam Bradford jersey. I, I would, 100%. I, yeah, 1,000%. That's my fault. So, I guess my question to you is, with as, as two people that root for teams that, you know, we'll, we'll probably give up on within a couple of weeks, at least I will, um, what is your very early – yeah. opinion of the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's nothing people love more than way too early Super Bowl predictions, especially it, in a year. It'd be like, um, right, it's, it's like when people release a, oh, here's my way too early top 25. It's like the cha- the national championship game just got over. The best is the way too early mock drafts the day after the draft. Uh, that, those, yeah. those get uh, Who could go number one next year? It's like, <laughs> hell, I don't even remember who went number one this year. Like, you... <laughs> he hasn't even signed his contract, but... Uh, Super Bowl predictions. Chiefs are not going to be back in it. They, they've gotten worse. Um, that offense is loaded, but that defense is is uh, that will keep you up at night if you're a Chiefs fan. I know you know you could have said the same thing last year, but they've gotten worse than last year. Um, so enjoy that Super Bowl. You're not going to be back this year. I think it's the Ravens on the AFC. Um, oh, good job, Stephen. You took chalk again, but <laughs> they got you know they got an explosive. Clap offense. it up, everybody. Knock on uh, wood if you're with them. <laughs> they got a great run game. Um, dynamic and just a stout defense. Um, so I can't wait for the Ravens to choke in the playoffs and meet my words. But I got Baltimore from the AFC, NFC. Saints are very tempting. Chalk again. Um, they're looking to trade Alvin Kamara. Is he sitting out? Is this smoke just to have leverage over him? Um, will this screw up my fantasy draft? Certainly. Um, but it still might help out the Saints this season that Kamara might still be there. 
Um, I think this could be the Saints' year. I love Sean Payton. I love Drew Brees um, as a quarterback. Uh, maybe not for everything he's <laughs> been for in the past six months or so, but still like that Saints team. Um, I I don't know if I, I just I don't know if it's going to be the Saints. I think that team from the NFC West. I doubt it will be the Rams. So I love them. I think they could be a playoff team, but Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks and always, Niners. Yeah. I mean, those all four of them are, are going to be competitive. You know, maybe maybe I'll roll the dice and and say Seahawks just kind of out of out of left field. Like I wouldn't be surprised if if they came out atop the NFC West and made it to the Super Bowl or just any NFC West team. But I'll take Ravens over Seahawks, um, Battle of the Birds, and I'll, I'll probably regret that not choosing the Saints. I think I already do, but just so I don't go chalk like I do every other year. Yeah, I am a. I'm torn because when it comes to the the AFC, it's it's weird because yeah you have AFC has a lot of bad teams is the problem. Yeah, which is weird because it usually seems like I don't want to say it's like the NBA where the the one side is top heavy against the other, but it you know when it was the Patriots, it's like oh god, it's going to either be the Patriots or whoever happens to beat them in the playoffs. Like right. it kind of just is what it is. Um, also, I, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first year it's going to have seven teams. Uh, yeah, they have the extra team in the playoff. Yeah, which, uh, which could could throw a wrench into things uh, when the seven and nine Washington football team uh, <laughs> just goes on an absolute tear. So that'll never happen, but one can hope, right? So, but when you look at the AFC, there there's a lot of teams that that tempt me. Like there's there's a part of me that says like with Cam Newton, I feel like the Patriots. Are they're not better? Like let's be they honest, got a lot not, of guys sitting out. But they have a lot of, and so many people have said like, um, you know, if Tom Brady was there, you think these guys are opting out? It's like, mm, yeah, maybe you never know because it's been a lot of defensive guys that have opted out. So um, that the Patriots are tempting as just like a trendy, like hey, maybe they can maybe they can get back to the top uh, with a new guy. You've got the defending uh, Super Bowl champions. And I, I think, I think they'll make a run for it. But I, I kind of with you. I don't, I don't know if the Chiefs can repeat. But I think in the next like three to five years, they'll definitely get at least one more. Um, especially after they just basically signed Mahomes to a lifetime deal. Um, the Ravens, yeah, it's probably the chalk pick. One team I'm interested to see is how the Chargers are without. Philip Rivers, because I think I, I always, I always trash. want. The, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you right I, now. I always want the Chargers to do well. Like I, they, God, they're, they're the one year that they had the number one offense, number one defense, and they missed the playoffs. Um, it's just it's like Philip Rivers was not a Hall of Famer. I mean, how could he have the number one offense, number one defense, <laughs> and not even get? Get to they had Super some Bowl. bad no. special teams. That was that was, and they had the thirty second ranked special teams. Um, so like, there's a part of me that's like, hey, maybe maybe the Chargers no. if they can put it's something a together. It's a Taylor led offense, you know. The or Justin Herbert, you never know. Even worse at this uh, point. I mean, I don't know. I, I want it. I'm not putting my money on the Chargers. Yeah, I think if if I have to if I have to bet, um, it's I think you have to go Ravens or Chiefs. I just I, honestly, I think it's one of the two. I think Bills are interesting, but the I Bills think they also have, they have yeah. a ceiling. 
Um, Tennessee has a ceiling too. You know, I mean, Dolphins I don't know if they with can Tua could be interesting, but I don't think year he one is going to be. I think he might get the backup role to Fitzpatrick, so which that, might that not might... be bad for him. <laughs> Fitzmagic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee would be another kind of trendy one. Houston always seems to be right there. Like the AFC has a lot of teams that are like they're right there, uh, and then one of them's just, or it was like here's five teams that are like ooh these guys, and then it's like the Patriots. Like, well, damn. Uh, I I'm not super confident, but if if I'm going a, a long shot here, um, I think that I think the Titans rebound. I, I think they I think they give the AFC a run for their money. Um, wow. But if it's not them, it's probably the Ravens. I, yeah. I you know I'll, I'll eat my words uh, when I'm wrong. But and then the on NFC. the N- the NFC, you know, I think the easy pick would just be to say I, I think Tampa's got a, a loaded roster to make a run for it. But I don't. I mean, they've had plenty of time to gain chemistry, I guess. So I guess we don't we don't know what they what they really look like, and I think that's the that's the hard part. Is like we're kind of gonna guess um, what what these guys will look like, you know? Um, yeah, the Saints are definitely like Saints always might be the best there. team in football right now. And like you said, with Kamar, you know, Alan Kamar, who knows? Um, I don't. No one in the NFC East is going to threaten this year. Um, Cowboys are good, but I don't. Super Bowl good. I just they're I eight and eight good it. always. Yeah, constantly. Mike yeah. McCarthy is the head coach. I think you know what you're getting on Mike McCarthy team. Yeah. Um, as far as the NFC North goes, no one really trips my trigger. I mean, I mean Green Bay. You know they were Green a game Bay away from the good. Super Bowl, but they didn't add any weapons. You know for Rodgers and Rogers. if anything they if anything they've while other teams have gotten better they've gotten they haven't yeah. they plateaued basically rogers looked worse last year he, he's mm-hmm. you know regressing maybe that's as a quarterback got who knows and he's regressing as a quarterback and they didn't add any receiving options for him yeah. so it'd be hard pressed to find find, find me find a way to get me to choose the pack uh, unless the bears are starting nick Foles, i don't want any of it um the vikings you literally have a guy that is okay with dying as your he might die yeah. he <laughs> might die yeah your quarterback might die sorry and then the Lions. Who cares? Um, Maybe the worst team in football. Yeah. So, I, I'm right with you. It's it's one of the teams which seemed like the NFC South. Everybody just kind of split. I think we're forgetting about the Panthers. They're still like, I new head coach, I, new head coach, Teddy new Bridgewater. Quarter, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater didn't really. Honestly, you're you know, in for a rebuild. Yeah. Who knows? Um, feel bad for McCaffrey because he's. He'll he'll probably have two thousand rushing yards and they'll win six games. He's gonna get hit a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, and then out in the West, obviously the the Niners are right there. Um, I think any of those the, teams the, could win the that Seahawks. I, I'm still I'm not sold on the Cardinals quite yet, uh, but they did add uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Trending up at least. Yeah, Kyler Murray still can't see over the offensive line, but you know it is what it is. Kyler Murray with his skills. Sacked more than any other quarterback in the league last year. Uh-huh. I, that's interesting. I don't know why that is. Um, not the best offensive line, sure, but a guy that can run like he can, kind of, kind of, kind of weird. So, I, I probably won't go as far as a long shot, but I honestly think that um, I, I think I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Tampa. I don't want to. You got that um, broken down, crippled Gronk. Body oh, that's leading true. the way. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like the Bucks pick. You could take it. They got good receivers. Godwin, 
Mike Evans, Tom Brady. All they really need Tom Brady to do is be able to throw it 20 yards, and they'll probably get the rest figured out. Godwin can do the rest. Yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of torn between the Bucks or the Saints. I'll take the Bucks, um, but it seems like three NFC South teams. <laughs> I think both of us wanted to take the Saints. We just don't want to take the top team. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, it's not even so much that. I just feel like every – I mean, the Saints get screwed every year. And, yeah. I'm, you know, whether it's – I, hey, it's revenge for Bounty Gate. I don't even care that there were, the Bounty Gate happened. I think it was fine, but you know, what, whatever. Like they act like that was they were the only team doing it. You know, that's just like the Houston Astros. They're like, oh my god, this team's cheating. Like, come on. If they are, like, I think you and I talked about this. You know, you hear the Astros did it, and some of the other team. You know, maybe the Yankees were doing something. Maybe the Red Sox were doing something. The Apple Watches with uh, the Red Sox and all that going on. It was like everything trailing back to the 2016 Cubs. And everyone's like, God, if it came out that the first title the Cubs won was because they cheated, like, come on. Like, you know, and, and maybe, and who knows, maybe they did and they're just like, you know, people Don't are scared to break that story. So, so. Um, you think some, some journalist is sitting on that story, but he just doesn't have the heart. To yeah, so, yeah, so there's a there's a reporter in, in Chicago that's like, you know, I could do it. I he, he's, he's got the hit piece that yeah. they'll they'll blow up the whole organization. He's like, I can't do I can't do it to him. Um, yeah, we'll find out in like twenty years. Like, oh yeah, like, the Cubs totally cheated to, to win their first title in a hundred years. Uh, that would be more heartbreak. For me. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Jeez, uh, that would be incredible. All right, uh, one thing on baseball, then we'll wrap this thing up uh, with with NBA bubble side hustles real fast. Um, we talked about unwritten rules. Uh, Rawlis Chapman threw like 101 at a guy's head the other day. Um, thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't think you know. I'm. I don't think you're gonna get me to say I'm all for that um, <laughs> because it's a 101 mile per hour fastball at the guy's head. Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't actually watched the video or anything. Was it? Was he intentionally trying to hit him? Uh, after he threw it, he started walking towards the plate. So I could only imagine that there was some intent. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't back that. Uh, he has a, you know, he has a domestic abuse pass, pass that now he's, you know, hitting players, you know, intentionally in the head. Not a good look. Uh, not a good look. I uh, can't support that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was listening to a podcast with, with, uh, A-Rod and they, this, it was right after the Tatis thing. And A-Rod was like, uh, that's on the manager if, if he gave him the, if he didn't tell him to take, then it's a green light um, with with that unwritten rule. But then he was talking about like the one that he truly believes in is uh, throwing at guys' heads, and yeah, that, that's that. kind of he's like, don't do. He's like, you could you could Hit end somebody's life. You yeah, could Hit yeah. him in the thigh. And he's like, it should be around the belt, uh, but no higher than the rib cage. And I was thinking like after I saw that video of. Chapman throwing the guys. Luckily, you know it's hard enough to hit a fastball. Let alone duck away from one. Um, if you could dodge a wrench, if you, yeah, exactly. You dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So I started thinking about that after that Chapman throw. I was like, God, do you imagine 101 to the rib cage? Like, I all. I'm not saying almost rather be hitting the head because let's be honest, those helmets probably don't. Sounds do like that. you've been hitting the head. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, at least you have a. If you got hit with something, you have a helmet on. But if you think about getting 101 in the rib cage, like, 
dude, you're you're probably you're breaking at least a rib, if not ribs. I would not put Kirk Cousins in the batter's box. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins, be like, come on, throw it at my. If I die, I die. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, definitely. If you're gonna hit a guy, thigh. It's the thighs all day. You, those, you know, guys. Guys in baseball, they've got the legs to get hit in the legs a couple of times. Um, you know, hit don't, Pablo Sandoval in the thigh. He, he'll be okay. You probably won't feel it. You hit probably him. lost him. <laughs> You know, yeah, 101 to to Pablo Sandoval's leg. He, he won't flinch. You know, he'll take take one right on the cheek. Um, and that's baseball. And so, last thing here. NBA. <laughs> yeah, last thing. I just, I, I, I think it's wild that people care about unwritten rules. And yeah. there are very few that I would say, like, actually hold some weight. Um, and that, that was just one, common sense. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's just like, hey, try not to kill a guy. You shouldn't uh, have to write it in stone. Uh, hey, don't throw the guy's head. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go into a brawl and like, I'm gonna bring my baseball bat. It's like that's 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 a little messed up. Like maybe let's dial it back a little bit. Um, last thing, NBA bubble. Uh, I, you've probably seen that Jimmy Butler was charging twenty bucks for coffee. <laughs> um, small, medium, or large. Yeah, you know, he knew that the guys couldn't really get good coffee in the bubble, so that was that was what he's like. Oh, twenty bucks, you know. Uh, CJ McCollum had eighty five bottles of wine shipped in, um, and then apparently they were talking about they had to move hotels soon, or you know, now the Blazers aren't in it. You know, uh, what are you gonna do with eighty five bottles of wine? Call Bamari Stoudemire. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear about him? No, he used to soak every night in his hot tub. Filled with red wine. Said it was good for his bones. I don't know if that's true because his knees were made of glass. But <laughs> you call Stott up and you might got to deal that. He was he was the one that punched the fire extinguisher, right? He did a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the, <laughs> the most like recent thing I can think of was the time he punched that fire extinguisher. Uh, breaking case of emergency. It was an emergency for him. Um, the, the joke has been, too, like you look at all the guys in the bubble and like the NBA is a little little lenient on the whole marijuana thing going on they're like who, there's they've got to designate like one guy in the bubble like hey that's the guy that's got it you know uh which is probably jr smith um <laughs> if we had to be honest um so my question to you is what what do you think is the best side hustle uh opportunity in yeah. the NBA bubble. I think McCollum locked it down. I mean, who doesn't? First of all, people like alcohol. That's a, a well-known <laughs> fact in this country. People like yeah, alcohol. Box, box number one is checked. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, wine is, is, is good. Check. Um, and then number three, you got even like the best, LeBron, who says he has, I think, a glass of wine a day. Um, maybe two. I can't remember. Um, so if you're getting, you know, top LeBron to do it, you know you're going to get, you know, the scrubs at the bottom. J.R. Smith, who who needs a couple just to just to wake up, uh, you're gonna get pretty much check everyone off and and sell the wine. I'm sure you can sneak in and sell some box wine to some guys and then work up towards you know the more more luxurious type for LeBron. So, I, I think that is something uh, people enjoy. People feel like you know it helps their bodies. And we talked about Stoudemire. LeBron says it helps him you know last longer in the league. Um, I think McCollum was was right there. Just unfortunately, he plays for Portland. They got knocked out like they do every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think if there's a, you know, I think if there's a 
business to be in when you're a professional athlete, number one is wine or liquor. Or know? boneless wings because everyone loves them. <laughs> yeah, Steven's side hustle would be the – you'd be dealing boneless wings out of your room. Like, I got them. I, you know, I get them shipped in every Tuesday. You can eat them with a fork. You don't even get your hands messy. <laughs> I'll include a, a plastic fork in every order. Uh <laughs> I think the Jimmy Butler one's electric. Twenty bucks for a, a, a coffee because people do need coffee. Like because, that is something people right. immediately when they wake up feel they need. Yeah, and I, I think cornering the market with good coffee at twenty bucks, whether you get a small or a large, I mean, that's kind of the Starbucks model. It's like, hey, uh, the small is you know basically you might as well get a venti at that point because you know you're only going to spend maybe a dollar more. So. And yeah, you're going to be jittery the rest of the day. Exactly. Um, and then you go get wine from C.J. McCollum. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe C.J. McCollum and Jimmy Butler are just together. cornering different sides yeah. of the market. And then, you know, one one wakes them up, one puts them to sleep. Um, yeah, like- I honestly can't think of, unless they, unless they found a way to, like, get uh, get some gummies around. I don't. I don't think there's another another side hustle. I think they there. nailed it. Yeah, I think they should have joined. You know, kind of prestige worldwide kind of thing, <laughs> and really just be the duo that kind of takes over. Yeah, you know, and you look at you know some guys have been doing like Twitch streaming. Uh, some guys have been like YouTube streaming. That's like, been done before. And how yeah, are you going to get other people to pay for that? You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You see, you know, imagine I'm only using him as an example, but you know, imagine a guy like LeBron who makes thirty, forty million a year. You're like, oh, welcome to my uh, Twitch stream. Right. Like, why am I going to give you five dollars? Like, what? Why? What does that benefit? You and know? if you're LeBron, would you rather go hang out with C.J. McCollum, who has wine, or or Joe Schmo, who's going to be playing video games on his computer right. for exactly. for the next few hours? Yeah, you're going to C.J. all day. Yeah, exactly. So, I think. Uh, Damian Lillard had like a bunch of recording stuff, like to make you know make music. He's a rapper, you know. Yeah. So everyone's everyone's got their thing, but if if there's a way to make additional profit on top of the money you already make, yeah, I, I think Jimmy Butler and CJ McCollum nailed it. I mean, you, one one's got the morning, one's got the night. It's all covered. <laughs> one's it's got like, all day. I'm not gonna say who, but, <laughs> but one of them locked it down for 24 hours. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah, I think. And then Steven's going to sell boneless wings. So you're just going to wait in the lobby, and here they are. They're fresh, ready to go. They were complaining about the food in the in the hotels right. anyways. So. I, got, I got it for them. Like, Some hey, samplers hey. ready. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, unless you've got anything else, Steven, that's, uh, that's pretty much what we got for the week. Um, hopefully, we'll kind of get I, I think we say this every time. We're going to get back to a regular schedule, and then in three weeks we'll release another episode. So <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get it figured out. But NFL uh, next week, though. So I, I think you know over the next couple of weeks we'll have we'll, some we'll have sports more to that talk are, are about, enjoyable. You know, college football will, as long as it moves forward, will technically be back. We'll have to. I feel like we'll have to bite our tongue and talk about it a little bit. Um, but until then, you know, we'll see what happens. So. For Stephen Huff, I'm Colton Stone. This has been the Stephen Stone Show. We will talk with you guys next time.